What's going on, guys? It's the Vulgarians Podcast. This is Eric, and today we have a special episode. So let's uh, let's get into this. Today we have Oliver and Jeff here, joining me and Christian. Oh um, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> en- enough pussyfooting around. You guys ready for this Bob Hickman uh, interview? I yes. hope you are, because it's coming right now. Yo! Hey, hey, how's it going, Bob? Oh, not too bad. How about you? Good, good. Um, welcome to the show. <laughs> are we live? <laughs> we are recording now. <clears throat> cool. So, welcome to the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to park in front of the library and I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> Sweet. I'm about a block from the. I just dropped my wife off. Oh, nice, nice. What What have you guys been up to today? Well, I picked her up about an hour ago and we went and did something and I dropped her off so I could do this show. Sweet. And uh, I told her, I said, oh gosh, it's going to be so close. It's going to be real close. But I put some music on and I said, we should make our own music and we should have our own band and we should sing our own songs instead of singing everybody else. Dude. Kind of makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard you sing a couple times in some of your videos on YouTube. Um, what's your well, favorite band? Oh gosh, it changes. Wasp, Meatloaf, Alice Cooper, Ozzy Osbourne, Pink Floyd. <laughs> I guess it just depends on what mood I'm in. Those are <laughs> the, awesome. The um, song "Never Went Away" is comfortably numb. I mean, that one just every time you hear it, you like it. That's a classic. You, yeah, yeah. And God loves rock and roll. Everybody's gonna say no, 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 no. I'm not listening. I ain't gonna hear any more of that. He does, buddy. <laughs> well, I see him in vision singing some of those songs. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. His voice ain't very good either. <laughs> but he could probably make it sound like whoever he wanted it to sound like. But just his voice, it's like my voice, you know? Yeah. Not very good. Just, I'm going to the store to get me some more. And I want. <laughs> it's, it's not something that you would want to pay to see. I mean,. What what other songs was does God does he make up his own songs or does does God just kind of sing other people's stuff? Well, I know the other people's stuff and he knows the other people's stuff and sometimes he appears to me and sings what he's doing and what he's thinking and what's going on with him. You know, instead of talking to me, he's singing it. <laughs> and he doesn't sound very good. I'm just gonna get my way and I'm going something like that. It kind of sounds like Johnny Cash. Uh, Johnny sold. God wouldn't. <laughs> Unless he changed his voice, he probably could. He probably just created that voice for me. Hey, Bob. When other people hear him, they probably hear another voice. This I is, don't know. This is uh, Christian. I'm Eric's wife. I I just wanted, first of all, thank you for being on our show. Number one, how does how does um how do you feel about like the newer age music that's coming out? Like the <clears throat> Do you listen to that at all? Like the hip hop music or does God listen to it or any kind of way like that? Normally I don't listen to anything because when I'm driving my semi or when I'm jogging, when I'm walking, when I'm in bed, when I'm awake, when I'm watching TV, when I'm doing whatever I'm doing, I'm also seeing visions of God. And I don't know how I can, he told me he forms them in the mind. But I can see what's in front of me, and I can also see him talking to me, and he is the one I'm usually paying attention to. So while I'm driving the semi, uh, no radio. When I'm in the car, usually no radio. Um, he 
does the talking and I do the listening. And he talks nonstop. 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 It just keeps going. <laughs> have Have you thought about dictating um, what God says to you on a voice recorder or something so you can uh, write it down later? I used to do that. I've got millions of visions online. Mm, okay. And uh, what I would see is he would show me all kinds of things. He would show me prophetic scenes. He would show me rock bands. He would show me Titanic. He would show me buildings, actors, models, porn star, <laughs> everything. And he would, I would see ministering spirits and visions, which is just little creatures he <coughs> creates, and they describe what's going on. That, that's how the Bible was written right there. Uh, the Apostle Paul, he said, desire prophesying. And what that really means is, Fellowship of the Father, which is seeing nonstop visions. And you write what you see in those visions. You write what you're told to write. The Bible, it sounds like Paul wrote it. It says, I, Apostle Paul, servant of the Lord. Well, my books, it says, I, Bob Hickman, servant of the Lord. I saw the Lord in a vision, and he was the one that said that. He said, I, Bob Hickman, servant of the Lord. Right on. It's it's Apostle Paul said it's better to remain as I, you know, and he was talking about being single. Do you think he wanted to be single? Do I don't think, think he, he did. I'm no, <laughs> I know he didn't. He'd be the first in the history of all mankind and the history of the future of mankind. <laughs> Nobody wants to be single. No, not a dog, not a bug, not. Things that swim the ocean, nothing does. Was was Paul the one who was very hard on kind of women's rights, uh, you know, to speak, or was that Peter? But remember, they probably both were. But true, but yeah, it, it was probably Paul. I the, the he said the women should remain silent in the church and not use their board take take authority over the man. Now, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? Well, <laughs> uh, there's people that say he was only talking to that certain church that he was in. And then uh, there's women pastors. It was a woman pastor. I went into this church that I never went to before, and I never went to it after. It had a woman pastor. She told me that God spoke to her and said I was baptized wrong, and I was. And uh, she baptized me. And I didn't get the Holy Ghost baptism there, but I got it later. So what I'm going to say is it almost appears anything goes. <laughs> so, so, Bob, you brought up the Holy Ghost baptism. When did this all start? Like, when did you realize you had been baptized by the Holy Ghost? Well, uh, when I was a kid, I walked to this church, and I would I didn't know— understand anything that was going on but i remember them running around and screaming and crying and the only thing i ever remember of that church being said is the pastor he said he would bust up that church by somebody a pair of shoes if he had to that's all i remember well anyway back when i was 24 years old i was saying in my heart i wish i could go to a church kind of like the one i used to go to now i remembered them running around in there and crying and all that and God flashed me a vision. I called it a flash. I didn't know what it was. I saw a Westside Pentecostal church, and God spoke to me and said, go there now. And uh, I went there, and I was spiked T-shirt and muscle shirt. I mean, uh, spiked hair and muscle shirt. And the pastor was up there yelling, I hate to be in any of your guys' shoes. 
And uh, I was thinking, I'd hate to be in your shoes. And then when I found out what he was talking about, I was saying in my heart, I wish he's he's got the only shoe, pair of shoes I would I would pay to be in. But anyway, it, God stopped drawing me for a while, and then he started again. Then he stopped again. But I started going to church and seeking a baptism of the Holy Ghost, and nobody knew what it felt like. People would come up around the altar and tarry with me. Tarry means pray. And they would try to teach me how to speak in tongues. They'd go, go like this. <laughs> and hit me on the head and mess me down. I know what's wrong. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> easy on that, that path there. Uh, but anyway, one day I was at home in bed and uh, I was paying my tithes. God spoke to me and he said, if you pay your tithes, I'll save you. Now, paying my tithes, that's 10% of my gross. That mm-hmm. was. That cost me about $250 a week to go to oh, church because wow. I was a real estate investor and I was a truck driver and had money in the bank drawing interest and interest rates were pretty great. <laughs> this this, this yeah. just almost hit me. Well, anyway, I was making big money and it cost me about 250 bucks a week. I was at home in bed one day. I was in my house, a dive, big old house that I would jog in upstairs. 501 North Tacoma in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I prayed, and I was speaking in my heart. I was moving my lips. I was in bed, raised my hands, all that junk, and I started rocking in the bed like a ship in the water, and then I stopped, and then I did it again, and then I did it a third time, and I didn't know what I was praying about. I wasn't praying about anything. (laughs) But anyway, that time, it felt like a body my perfect size come into me, like me floating into you or you floating into me. And then I went to sleep. No big deal. God just came into my body, and I'm tired. I'm going to bed. But things were different the next day. I didn't think different. I didn't act different. I didn't want different things. But that's what being born again is, is him actually entering into your body. Was it, it appears I'm the only person on the planet that he has done that to. So and was uh, it like a sense of euphoria when God entered your body, or was it like, no, did, how did no, it feel? It, well, it felt like it, it, it's it's impossible to imagine, okay? But if my body floated into your body or your body floated into mine, you would feel me come in or I would feel you come in. And you cannot recreate. You can't try to imagine that. It's impossible <clears throat> to imagine. But that's what it felt like was a body, my same size, coming into me. Now, what that really was was this. God is everywhere at the same time. The sun and moon look like they're floating, but they're not. They're part of his body. The earth is part of his body. The only place God isn't is inside people, unless they've had that born-again experience. Now, what that means is the God that is on the outside of me, all around me, came in. And he's inside of me, and he's outside of me, too. But it appears I'm the only one that is inside. <laughs> oh, wow. How, how I've, I've heard you. I've watched a, a lot of your videos, and— uh, you sound very certain that you're the only one who's God's inhabiting. How 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 do you know that for certain, or or is it just a uh, guess of yours? Well, uh, I knew a long time ago before I put that online that I was probably the only one, but I wasn't sure. But I wasn't worried about it either because right. it wouldn't hurt my feelings if there was other people out there like that. There should have been. There should be a billion. A billion people will go to church on Sunday, and they're seeking that. 
they're all seeking the baptism of the Holy Ghost, but they'll all also tell you, I've got the Holy Ghost. But when you ask one of them, well, what did it feel like when it came in? Here's what they'll say. They go, oh, well, <laughs> it's hard to describe. Uh, uh, well, uh, they can't describe nothing because nothing happened. <laughs> you, Bob, God told me, go ahead. Do you think people would want the Holy Ghost baptism if they knew what it was doing to you? Because we've seen several of your videos and it's it's horrific. Some of the things you've described. It's Nightmare on Elm Street stuff, and that makes God exactly like Freddy Krueger, and, and it's even in the Bible. But I, I want to—let me throw this at you. God told me—now, this is what he told me, but, you know, if I hook a lie detector test up to him, I don't know how he's going to do. <laughs> but he told me he can only be in one person at a time. Now, if you look at the Old Testament, there was only one at a time. It went from— <laughs> Isaiah to Daniel to, I mean, I'm, I'm not getting the order right. Daniel to Ezekiel, Ezekiel to, you know, one of the other. There's only one at a time. In the New Testament, I only see evidence of, you know, two or three people that actually had it. You know, Jesus, the Bible said God in Christ. So God was inside that body. Um, I see the evidence from the Apostle Paul. I see it from John the Revelator. I don't really see it from many of the others. Right. But so I, now, go ahead. Well, I was just going to ask, do you see, is there something unique about you and your experience to why you think that God chose you? Um, He's talked to me quite a bit about that. And mm -hmm. even just yesterday, he was, he told me, he said, I fit the qualifications for what he was wanting. That is somebody that is a complete reject that nobody wants anything to do with that doesn't fit in, that doesn't look overly good. And I had a lot of money, <laughs> and that's exactly what he told me. He said, it was your money. That was the main factor, the main determiner. <laughs> so what, a, what What purpose does the, the money serve? To get his message out through you, or what, what's no, the utility of that? It makes it so I don't have to work. Ah. And it's hard to work when, you know, somebody's fighting you all day, like, <laughs> wearing you down <laughs> when all that's going on and I'm driving the semi <laughs> yeah. but driving the car walking laying in bed uh, it it's way worse than I tell online because if I tell it online the way it is I get what I told it on stripped down um, my YouTube accounts I've they're watered down I mean I've had to I've seen videos that I put up that I had to change the name of because I've lost accounts over having a very similar name. I can't put on there right now that God is ripping my face, shooting into my mouth, gum disease, appearing and laughing, fondling me, telling me to kill myself. <laughs> I can't put that on there. Because I, I, I just started advertising again on Facebook today. And uh, I'm advertising in all the Hispanic nations and in Port, uh, Brazil. Portugal. Portuguese and Spanish are so close. I'm going to guess that mm -hmm. they can understand each other's speech. But, you know, I'm advertising in all those nations for two weeks. I paid 80 bucks. I'll get about 1,500 likes a day. Oh, wow. And, uh, but all I could, I used to be able to advertise this. God entered into my body like a body my same size, like me floating into you or you floating into me, and this is the Holy Ghost baptism. And then I'd put on there what God is doing to me. 
And it's like watching Nightmare on Elm Street Part 7. Oh, God. <laughs> the one that Freddy was afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, it sounds horrific. Like, some it, of the stuff that we've seen you talk about in your videos is just horrendous that God has done to you. I've, uh, I've laid on the couch and felt chunks of my face being ripped from the muscle like the muscle was ripped completely in half from God uh, harding and harder than a rock and me having to sand that out. I'm sanding my face all day and me seeing the Lord in visions and him saying things to me like run from me, perish for the brethren's sake, keep slipping, keep fall. He says it like an insultive way, like he's teasing me guys, keep forward, keep slipping, keep Take two steps back. <laughs> how do you how do you frame that? What God's doing to you? I mean, the 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 main message of most priests and preachers and stuff is that love is or, or God is very loving. Um, is this a test for you? Do you think? Uh, I, I mean, is is this a trial for you uh, that God's well, putting you through? It's unfortunate, but it's what God is really like. See, if you walk into a church. They are going to tell you that God is love and God saves and God can't tell a lie and God keeps his word. and God would die all over again if you was the only one on the earth that he had to die for. <laughs> Jesus went to the cross because he went in churches and ran his mouth. That's why he went to the cross. It was the pastors that sought counsel to have him done away with. That wasn't necessarily killed. But that was get rid of him because he's coming. You can't do that today. But here's what God is doing inside the churches. See, according to the Bible, you've got to have the same experience that I've had or you're still lost. Here's the scripture for it. And there's a whole bunch of them, but I'll just tell you one. The Bible says, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And Jesus said, you must be born again. You're not born again of the water and of the spirit until what has happened to me has happened to you. Now, what's going on in the churches? It talks about it in, I think, the book of Thessalonians, maybe the second one. It says, and for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that believe a lie. Or for this cause, God shall send them a strong delusion that had pleasure in wickedness, that they shall believe a lie. You know what that means? What does uh, that mean? Yeah. He's teasing him. <laughs> so, he's, he's falling on him. He's talking to him. He's letting him pull his presence. He's acting like he's crazy about him. So he's, but he pro never, so he's probably doing this to, to multiple people, that sounds like. Or, or, he, to, or to some degree. Maybe, I mean, maybe you're the Sounds like God's a dick. <laughs> he, he did it to me until he entered into my body. Uh -huh. He kept me. He, he, he strengthened me. He would talk to me. He would give me dreams. He would do all that stuff that he does to the people in the churches. But I knew in my heart before I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost that I was still lost. I was still equal to a man that was riding down the street with a jacket that said Outlaws MC on the back. <laughs> Indiana Division. <laughs> I do have a question for you. Uh, I know that you said you spoke earlier about uh, the church that you went to was Pentecostal. Uh, after your Holy Ghost baptism, has that changed your perspective on uh, a church that you go to? Is and there's like Baptist and Methodist. Has it changed your perspective at all about uh, which church you choose to go to to tithe and to pray and where you want to put your money? 
that he chose you for, uh, or do you still uh, uphold the Pentecostal church and tithe there? Well, you know, I'm going to say this. They do teach, the Baptist church will teach accept the Lord as personal Savior. The Pentecostals will teach Acts 2.38. The Catholic churches teach all kinds of things. But I think they're all seeking God's salvation. I think they all know they've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost, no matter what that pastor says. They all know where they're at. So all I'm going to say on that is just pick one and go to it. I mean, you know where you're at, and you know where you've got to get to, and you'll probably never get there. But just pick one and go to it and have as much fun as you can because uh, the way you walked in is probably the way you're always going to walk out, just like everybody that's went before you. You know, and I'm going to say everybody except me. And there was a me before me, you know, before that happened to me, there was somebody else out there that died. And then he came to me. If I died right now, he would go to somebody else. Maybe you guys oh. and be part of your show. Heaven I forbid. Was, <laughs> I, I was going to ask. Hey, sing me a song. God, no. <laughs> I was, was going to ask, do you have any perspective on... Like, do you have any perspective on where you think he will go next? Because eventually he will leave you, as you said. They, he can't stay with you forever. So do you, does he ever talk to you about where he plans on going next? Do you have any uh, kind of insight on that? It would be somebody almost identical to me. Somebody that's short. Somebody that was semi-attractive. But somebody that was a misfit. A reject. I'm going to give you an example of what a misfit is. That's somebody that when you get up to them, they can't talk, they can't pronounce words, they're acting like they're sleepy. And what that is, is God is tongue-tying that person. God is making them so they can't think and making them feel like they're sleepy. And let me give you the best example that we all know about today of that. Joe Biden. <laughs> he wouldn't get Sean much Hannity out of him. Says, Sean Hannity is all over him saying, oh, he can't talk, incognitive skills, motor, brain, sleepy, fallen. God oh, is man. doing that to him. God, he's tongue-tied. God is the one doing all that to him. And here's what God told me about that. He said, I can't let him talk because all he's going, nothing he's going to say is going to be right. He can't fulfill his campaign promises. He can't come against his campaign promises. So God is make oh. God's tongue tying him. God's so, making it so he can't even walk. Poli politically, you lean to the right. To the right, I'm taking it. Yeah. Uh, I've never voted. Uh, I guess in my heart, I th I think God is the one that puts that in people's hearts too. Because people will stand by a party no matter what they do. In my heart, I'm kind of Republican because I liked Ronald Reagan and I loved Donald Trump. I was afraid when so Donald did Trump we. came out of office. What? So did we. We love Donald. Man, he was good for the country. His message, and he was doing, he was on fire until uh, COVID-19 hit. Exactly. God, God told me he brought that virus to get Donald Trump out of office. And here's what he said. He said Donald Trump would ultimately lead America to economic collapse and the end of Social Security. And it might have happened like that because, uh, you know, he wants – I love what he wants. He wants to manufacture stuff here in America again. You know, when I was young, I'd walk down Michigan Street or drive down Washington Street or hitchhike. I was a drunk hitchhike. <laughs> no car, no friends. Just go wherever I can go and like, hey, dude, let's party. 
Um, oh, hell but yeah, there dude. Used to, there used to be a RCA plant, a Zenith plant. We'd make our own records, our own stereos, our own TVs, our own refrigerators, washers, dryers, cars, electric razors, car stereos, radios. Everything was made here in America. And it was harder to get a job back then than it is now. I mean, it doesn't make... We made road graders. We made heavy machinery. Everything was made here. I mean, my dad worked out of the building that I'm working in now. Oh, he wow. made road graders. My grandpa retired out of that building. So you lived, Wapco. you've What's lived that? in Indianapolis your whole life then, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I asked God, I said, did you choose Indianapolis? Is, is there something special about this? I mean, was this the Garden of Eden? <laughs> was, it, was it the biblical hell? I mean, <laughs> why? And he, he just said it, it had nothing to it, he just said, I met the qualifications of what he was looking for. He so, said it had nothing to do with the city. So speaking of your qualifications, um, I just wanted to ask you, do you think that, you know, with the way that things are and things that God's telling you, do you think that you would make a good pastor? I would make a wonderful pastor. Uh, excellent. What am I going to talk about, though? Am I, I mean, I, I, your videos are enough of a testament on their own. I mean, you're telling the truth when you think that that would be the perfect way to really show how things really are instead of like, like I grew up Southern Baptist. So I kind of felt like when I was in church and this may be just my, this is my own opinion. I felt like it was not true. And I didn't think that they were really showing exactly how things are. You can't tell the truth. And you, exactly. <laughs> even, God, even God told me that. He said, you can't get up there. And I would make a good pastor because I'm, because of the way God treats me. I've got the heart of a 200-year-old man right now. I know what people think. I know what they want. I know what they're looking for. I know the message they want to hear. And I would have to go around just about 99% of the Bible. If I told him God loved him, I'd be lying. <laughs> but if, if if I was to say 100% truth, I would get up there and say, God loves you so much, he won't save you. <laughs> if there's a biblical hell, you're going. Now that's not Get down. <laughs> Very fire and brimstone. <laughs> it would be like the Blues Brothers. That church on the Blues Brothers. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God! saying, "When I woke up this morning, I heard the seven sounds." <laughs> I would make a good pastor because I wouldn't want people to walk out afraid. I would want them to walk out encouraged by what I said, and I wouldn't say anything that would encourage them in the wrong direction. You know, I wouldn't tell them. I wouldn't give them false hopes about God. But what I would tell them deep in my heart is, I know all things. The Bible says the wise shall know all things. The wise being the one that God entered into, uh, because you had to be the Holy Ghost-filled person to be a wise when you're not a Christian unless you're Holy Ghost-filled. God has told me all things. He told me he made up heaven and hell to scare. And I didn't believe when he told me that, because I knew my own family wasn't saved. And here's what he told me. He said, he, here's how he convinced me. He said, there's people in nations of the world, if they even mention Jesus Christ or God or any of that, they get their arms cut off. 
They get their eyes plucked out. They get their. He said, "Do you think I'm going to put them people in hell?" All Jesus was was a body that God was on the inside. Now Jesus said to God while he was praying, he said, "I have manifested Thy name." So it's possible, or maybe even likely, that the name of God is Jesus. But it wasn't that body that was walking around the face of the earth. Um, he was just inside that body, but he appears to the Arabs and tells them his name is Allah. <laughs> so, he appears to people in the Satan church and tells them his name is Satan. So <laughs> what's he going to – I don't know what he's claiming his name is to everybody else. He likes to have fun. Talk about mature humor, buddy. So, he got it. So, Bob, I, I know about your site, Ministry of Dreams. Um would that be the closest thing you've done to like trying to inform people and be almost like a preacher almost? Uh, Ministry of Dreams was born back in July or uh, June of 2002. Uh, God told me this was before I went in fellowship with the father. And what that means is before I started seeing nonstop visions, I just saw Jesus and he, he was tapping on his, he had a watch on his hand. And it was a big light watch, you know, a big one, you know, take, and he was showing me time. Um, when I, Ministry of Dreams, when I was born, things were just clicking. He was keeping me. He was being nice to me. He wasn't offending me. But he wasn't answering my prayers. <laughs> but he was healing sick people uh, that I'd pray for. And he spoke to me and he said, call it Ministry of Dreams. He, you know, he told me to get a website, and I asked him for three days what to call it, and he said, call it Ministry of Dreams. So I hired somebody to put up ministryofdreams.org, and then I started getting on the Internet. And then because of the way he started treating – well, he showed me all things in visions and dreams. And what I mean by all things is all biblical revelations, every single one of them. You know, what is – who is the Antichrist? Who is the false prophet? Who is who it? Is who, beast- who is it, by the way? Well, he showed me the Pope. <laughs> um, now, he, what that means is whenever that time happens, that's who he showed me it was going to be. It was the Pope. But here's what throws a curveball in there. This Pope is going to be hearing from God and telling people what God is saying. But <clears throat> uh, this this Pope gets flashed. He actually just about dies. God enters into that body, and then he becomes the idol shepherd. (laughs) Yeah, God enters, and God is going to be the Antichrist. (laughs) It's either Antichrist. I think it starts out Antichrist, and he calls everybody that isn't saved Antichrist. He calls all people devils. He calls me devil. But it goes from Antichrist to idol shepherd. And in the, when he's idle shepherd, he'll, he won't have use of one of his arms. He won't have one of his eyes will be, you know, put out. But people will start seeing through him, and then all hell breaks loose. <laughs> oh, damn. So, <laughs> go with, ahead. with the, uh, you know, we talked about Ministry of Dreams, and you had brought up God's kind of like Freddy Krueger, which Freddy Krueger attacks people through their dreams. So, do you think there was any correlation to that? And that, like, observation? If I gave you a biblical proof 
that he was doing that to people in the Bible, it's going to stun you. It'll also make you laugh. Now, what I heard was all dreams come from God, okay? He gives everybody every dream that they've ever had. And, uh, you know, the dream may be prophetic. It may be just something to entertain you through the night. It may be something he wants to give you just to make you feel encouraged. But all dreams come from God. All visions come from God. Now, in the Bible, God called Job perfect. Job sacrificed in front of everybody. He sacrificed from his own flock. He gave 10% of everything he had to God. He would slaughter animals for the name of God, you know, right there in front of everybody. God called Job perfect. Now, what perfect means is that Job did everything that God required. That doesn't mean that he, you know, the Bible says, if any man have this, um, now, if any man have the seed of God, he doth not commit sin. Do you know what that means? That means if somebody's got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, if God's inside that body like he was inside the Job body, Job, no matter what he did, was not charged with sin. And Job was most likely led to do everything he did, but he wasn't doing anything. Now, here's what Job said. All hell started breaking loose on Job. You know, at first thieves came and stole all he had. And then Job went out into his front yard and he fasted in front of all of Israel. And then God, here's what God said. I repent of the evil that I thought of doing toward you. That's what God said. In other words, God was taking credit for that. Now, Job said later, he said, the arrows of the Almighty are against me. He didn't say the arrows of Satan are against me. Now, the second thing that happened to Job was his family partially was killed. Once again, Job ran out to the front yard and passed it in front of all of Israel. And then God appeared and repented of his evil again. And God didn't think of doing nothing toward him. God actually did it. <laughs> I guess his thinking and his actual doing his way. But anyway, the third thing that happened was Job was covered with boils, covered with them. And they, they would grow in front of people. Once again, Job went out into his front yard. And Job, once again, God appeared and said, I repent of the evil that I thought I've done towards you. But here's what Job said to God. Job said, thou terrifiest me in dreams. Thou fillest my face full of wrinkles. Do you know what that means? Thou terrifiest me in dreams. That's where your Freddy Krueger came from. <laughs> yeah. That's God appearing in dreams and doing all kinds of stuff, choking him, beating him, putting him in the fire, throwing fire on him, laughing, taking a chainsaw to him. I've had it happen, buddy. It hurts. Oh. <laughs> you wouldn't believe what it, it wakes you up. So you can um, feel these things in your dreams, face. right? Yep. God was appearing in my dreams and still does and does those things. Thou fillest my face full of wrinkles. That means God was ripping and tearing his perfect servant's face. Now, you might say, why would God do all that stuff? It shows you what God is really like. I want to take my – the Bible talks about God exalts and God abases. And God wanted to make Job look like a fool. Job did all that stuff for the glory of God. And all of a sudden, what God really wanted was Job walking around denying God, cursing when somebody even brought God's name up. No, get that away. So I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> that is what I call the God game. That is funny to God. Ezekiel, Ezekiel said, and the spirit entered into me. And then God appeared to him and said, I'm going to send your wife a stroke. She died 
that night. Now, ain't that a heck of a salvation present? Mm. He, he threatened to kill Moses. Um, Jeremiah said, be not a terror unto me. Jeremiah wasn't even five feet tall, and God was terrorizing his short servant. What how was he terrorizing? Doing the same things he did to me and did to Paul and did all. The Apostle Paul said, except these bonds, the spirit unto life, killed all day long. Now, even if you don't know what any of those three mean, that does not sound good. Killed all day long means being brought to nothing. Except these bonds meaning anything uttered in this walk. It does not sound pleasant. It does not sound pleasant at all. The spirit unto life means would rather die than live. Job said said this. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. See, he didn't say Satan was doing it. He said, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Now, what that really means is I did all that for God. And now God's betraying me like he promised in the Bible he would. The Bible says God shall make it rain on the just and the unjust. That means God's going to betray you. (laughs) That means after you've given your 10% and donated your car and let the strangers live in your house and gave your refrigerator to your next door neighbor. Yeah. We, then all hell is going to break yeah, loose. We, we, we can, re, we can revisit the uh, wrath of God. Uh, we got a, we got, we got another question here for you. Okay. Uh, I was just wondering, uh, I, I know that you had said that, you know, pretty much for the rest of us, I mean, you have to go through this you know, daily pain and everything, but what you get from that is salvation. Uh, what do the rest of us, do we're pretty much damned right so what would be your suggestion or have you talked to god about you know the rest of us who are kind of without the power of the the holy ghost you know in us what what should we what would be your suggestion to us who don't have the ability to have that sort of salvation if you want to go to church go if you don't want to go don't go yeah, but uh, it wouldn't really make a difference either way, right? Re- yeah, we're huh? fucked either way. Either way, no matter what we do, you we're pretty much are screwed. Uh, if you want to go you can have a lot of fun with God. <laughs> you know, Him strong delusion in you, and Him answering your prayers to make it look like He was your big helper and, and showed up when you uh, when when you was at your most desperate moment. He He does more for the people in the church than He does the people that aren't living for Him. I mean, than he, than he does the people that are Holy Ghost filled. The church is the one he's after, but he'll never enter into your body, so you'll never have that. But remember what I told you. There's only he one. Told me, he told me he made up heaven and hell to scare. When you die, you're just going back to the gray ground. Your existence is over. You won't wake up in that coffin. You won't stand in no judgment. You won't. Uh, you won't find yourself in heaven. You won't go to hell. Okay. You'll just end it. I'll take That's that. All of you. I'll take that. So, all day. I honestly I, oh. kind of enjoy the fact that I don't have a lot to live up to, so I can just do whatever I want to, right? God is doing voices of devils. He's doing all witchcraft. The voices that people hear when they're walking down the street that say kill, rob, steal, he's doing that. He's doing it all. He's doing it. People, people are, I don't, there's people in insane asylums and they're basically in terror. And many people refer to them as schizophrenics. God is doing to them, I think, what he's doing to me, except he's on the outside of them and he's on the inside of me. They don't know what's happening to them, but they are hearing voices. 
and they are probably seeing visions and they're feeling sensations all over their body, like something touching them. And at some point you go into terror and, you know, they don't have any relief or any, any way to uh, offset that. I did by telling on God. So, and, uh, well, um, by that logic, it sounds like God works very slow. I mean, if you're the only one, if God has to inhabit a single person at a time, and then that soul is to go to heaven and be saved, um, have you ever considered, this is a hard-hitting question here, Bob, and this is not making fun of you or anything like that, but have you ever considered that a demon or something has tricked you into believing that God's entered your body, but really it's some kind of demon that's misleading you. Well, I'll say it like this, since I know that in the Bible, when it was referring to Satan, that God was talking to himself. When he does good, he calls himself Jesus. When he does bad, he calls himself Satan. <laughs> so a demon did enter my body, <laughs> and his name is God. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, well, how do you reconcile that, though? I mean, I mean, have you have you given that uh, deep consideration that perhaps it's not really God inhabited your body, and you and, and you have a demon there that you need to have an exorcism or or purge this uh, being from you, and in, in in some way? I mean, I'm not saying that is the case. I'm I'm just posing the question here. Well, um, I don't know. If- you guys will accept the answer that I gave that I'm about to give. Oh, I'll, I'll believe anything it, you say. It's going to be pretty much identical to what I just said. I thought like everybody else thinks before God entered my body, but that was back in 97. And, uh, he's taught me everything. You know, I, I know a lot because he taught me and I see all these nonstop visions from him. And that is in the Bible. It's, you know, fellowship of the father. Uh, there's nothing else out there. There's only him. out. I mean, the Bible talks about angels and it talks about demons. He calls the Christians angels and he calls the sinners. He calls them sinners. I don't call them sinners. <laughs> he calls the sinners demons. He calls people Satan. He calls Christian angel. So there's nothing now. Everybody's going to withstand me on this. They're going to say, "No, no, that's not what the Bible says." You know, the Bible talks about in the end times. Uh, people were thinking Satan was coming back, and Satan was the one that was going to terrorize. And the Bible says, "Is this the man that made the world to tremble?" It didn't say a spirit. There's nothing else out there but God. And I would have not told you that before he entered into my body. I would have not told you that four or five years after he entered into my body. But after I went into fellowship with the Father and he started showing me the scriptures and giving me what they really, really mean, then I knew. Then I could see it as clearly as somebody else thought they could see it clearly. So God Bob, calls people devils. Oh, um, Go ahead. So, Bob— one of our favorite videos that we show everybody that comes on the show is the Beware the PP Man video. 
<laughs> it is our change? personal favorite. So could you tell us about the PP man? I want to hear it right from the, the source. Boy, I wish I had a top 10 hit to singer. You better watch out for that PP man. He's coming. <laughs> God follows me. You know, while I'm sitting in this van, my face is tightening up hard as a rock. He is shooting in my mouth gun disease. He's moving pain up and down my legs so bad that I've got a rock. Um, what I mean by fondles me, it feels like I'm going to just call it my dick. <laughs> it feels like hey, I mean, it, is, it is what it is. That's what it is. So does the pee pee. The pee pee. Come on, everybody. We're just going to call it that dick. That pee pee was well worded. So does it feel I mean, like a like a sexual arousal, or does it feel like a like in a good way, or does it feel like a sexual arousal and like a kind of you don't know? Before this broadcast, I took my wife home. That was the good way. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but the way that the way that God's doing it, it feels like it's moving. Uh, it, it feels like electricity flowing on it, caressing it. Harding in it, uh, like it's moving, like there's a worm inside of it moving back and forth. I just saw the Lord of this, and he said, Bobby, shut, shut. He didn't, he didn't, he left the T out of it. You know, shut, S-U-T, and then up, he said, shut, shut. Oh, <laughs> you know, God. Um, it, feels, it feels like it's moving around. He's always fun. When I sleep, I wrap a sock around it. I bend it over. And then I put it in between my legs and I lay on my side and I keep pressure on it. So I don't feel hardly nothing. So and, you you stop yourself from feeling anything down there so he can't make you like grab at it or anything, right? When I'm driving my semi, I have to I have to raise myself up. I have to stick my hands in my pants and I have to take my dick and I have to put it under me so I sit on it. Uh, when I drive my car so Right now as I'm talking to you I'm sitting on my dick It ain't in my pants I'm sitting on it It is in my pants But I'm sitting on it <laughs> So I don't feel it, feel like it's swinging around And him caressing it And rubbing it And touching it And pulling on it And squeezing it Now how, I don't know how he does that But if he's outside of me And inside of me He can do it all Yeah it's, It sounds like he can the, do everything this That's i don't want to speak out of school pe- uh but uh, you're, i mean you're sitting on it you're putting a sock around it you're must be a pretty well endowed man at that point i mean god must have given you a pretty nice piece there to be able to wrap a sock around it that's insane well uh no <laughs> i'm 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 not gonna say that i'd win a linked contest I'd probably lose it. <laughs> I probably wouldn't get run oh, that's very under me free. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm packing, but it's not because of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, Bob, let me ask you. He, um, he is a lunatic. That's all there is to it. Oh, he, sure. is, uh, he, uh, he is an entity that has got nothing to withstand him. And he's able to get away with anything he wants. Absolutely. And until the internet was born, he couldn't even really be told on. Because, you know, the nations all spoke different languages. And we looked at Chinese and Russians like aliens. But when you talk to them online, they're identical to you. 
So I, mean, I do yeah. have a I do have a question about like it seems that he only chooses men. Is it because God doesn't want to fondle a woman? That's all he wants is one rejected man. He only wants one. men. He wants a rejected man that's probably five four, five five, five six, somebody that's not gonna fit in anyway. Somebody that people will despise when they're around that they won't invite to the party and hope don't come to the company lunch. <laughs> Just somebody that is such a fuck up that even weirdos don't fit in with him. I mean, it just... So he, just he, doesn't, he doesn't like men, like to, to like, to inhabit or like anything like that, right? Is that, is, I mean, have you ever, have you ever, like, you mentioned that you're married and, and like, so obviously like, what does he say about your wife? And I, I don't want this to be like a negative thing. So if it is a negative thing, please don't feel offended. Here's what he just said about me. And I'm not offended because okay. I already knew. <laughs> he said, she does not care about you. And I know she doesn't. <laughs> I'll tell you what is in the human heart. And that is to care about yourself and it being about me and me only and me first and what I want. Now, if you've got a family, you can... You know, you can think that towards your family, but outside of that family, that's what God put in our hearts. We are all exactly the same. Everybody has the same heart. We're just not all under the same pressures. That means what I want, you guys want, what they want, we want, what we want, they want. We're all programmed the exact same way. And even though some people don't show it, it just depends on what situation you're in. If you're broke and desperate, you're going to be swinging but if you've got a whole bunch of money and everything's clicking you know you're gonna walk around happy go lucky yeah but that happy go lucky will change and turn on you in a heartbeat yeah um, i don't i don't don't know what you're working with with time um we, we we don't we don't have much left um but i i'd like to extend um continuing a podcast with you um we'd certainly love to have you back on and uh, explore more stories and get more in depth with this kind of thing. Um, I don't know what you're working with with time right now. I'm off today and tomorrow. And, you know, when I tell what God is doing, that means it's testimony. That means that I, I didn't fall from the word of God. God from the word of God. <laughs> yeah, well, what I mean is we're, we we usually do like an hour podcast and we're and we're coming up on that. Um so basically um here in about a month or so maybe we could have you back on for a part 2. Please. I would love to go and oh, you know it would have to be a Saturday and a Sunday and I can talk about, you know, you can lead this in whatever direction you want. Absolutely. I've, I've done a lot of praying and I've seen people healed like you wouldn't believe i've seen animals healed i've seen animals that didn't want to go on jump up and you couldn't calm them down <laughs> because of a simple little prayer but yeah you can lead this in whatever direction you want it to go bob but I, I just wanted to thank you for taking time out of your day to come on uh this this show for this interview uh right before easter sunday we're going to be putting this episode out on easter so you'll uh you can listen to it then yeah, Bob, Bob we, we, we've got so many questions for you that we'd like to dive into, your personal life. 
of course, the experience with God inhabiting your body, but just, I mean, you as you as a, as your own individual man as well, we would like to get to know. So it's just really hard to cover all that territory in in one podcast. So we, I mean, it would be nice to have you back for sure. I would love to go on, and you know, I'm advertising on Facebook and advertising on YouTube, and I'm known by about 800 million people. And uh, always remember Easter. That's the day that. They say Jesus was resurrected, but remember, Jesus went to that tomb because he went inside those churches and ran his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> real, real quickly, what's the, the rabbit? What's the rabbit about? What, what what's the Easter bunny about? Is and chasing it around with jelly and shit like that. Well. You know, people went to church and they're starting to call God on these promises and God's not upping them like he promised he would. So we're just going to get an idol. We're going to give it to the Easter Bunny. <laughs> That's Sounds exactly. fair. Like Santa, Santa Claus is supposed to be what God is. Yeah, God true. is supposed to be the one that's coming around giving us good gifts. But he didn't. So we had to get a Santa Claus. We got to get a backup. <laughs> Boy, the, and the backup is now what people are going after. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Jesus, for Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, thank you so much for coming on. It, it means the world to us. It's um, actually been one of the most interesting conversations I've had in such a long time. Just hearing you speak about the things that you have experienced and stuff is so interesting just to hear from that perspective. So just, yeah, man, thank you so much thank for you, coming Bob. and talking to us. We appreciate you so much. And I'll end it by saying... Singing like Pink Floyd would say it and say, Thank you all and goodbye. <laughs> Take care, buddy. We'll have a great weekend. Oh, yes. Into the distance. Okay. Have a good one, Bob. Bye, Bob. Thanks. Later, man. Bye. Bye. That was fucking amazing. Can we just appreciate the fact that that was amazing and so insightful? Very insightful. Did I told you, you, you we had nothing to worry about. That dude. Fantastic. Yeah, that dude was he, he great. He was great. Uh, he I was learned, very open about any question we asked. I mean, I learned that it didn't matter what I fucking did. It honestly, you're going, going straight to fucking hell. You're like, on the he's fucking like every, fast pass. Every single one of you, it doesn't matter. you're all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, dude. You're in there. You're <laughs> We're in all there. there. I had no other assumptions. All right. <laughs> dude, I'm going to go put on my Ozzy Osbourne and fucking dance around naked. I was, I was I'm going to my Mario Speedwagon. I wanted to, but then it just it, it just kept getting further away, and I was like, the relevance he, isn't there anymore. He now. just goes, man. I liked not actually writing a bunch down. No, no it, it worked out great. Just, just yeah. winging it. Because, because you have to. The material was there to ask questions from. So, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. There, that, that was a great format. Yep. I think that this was a great episode for Easter Sunday. Yeah. Well, and I can't wait to have him on again. That'd uh, be fantastic. Yes. I mean, so, here's the problem with four people that are as... That, He's excited. That like him. Yeah, we have just a plethora of questions. Yeah, I'm going to text him and be like, Bob, I just wanted to thank you again. Yeah, and absolutely yeah. invite him back. I I mean, if I'm not here, I, I love He's a that. nice fucking dude. He's a fantastic person. You guys might become besties. We need to, like... <laughs> I'm kind of okay with that. I'm all right with that. At this point, let's, let's take a trip. Trip to Indianapolis, dude. Yeah, that was just holy shit. What a fucking experience it was to talk to Bob Hickman. I was a little starstruck at first. I, I'm I'm still starstruck. Um, that was fan. That was incredibly kind of him to take the time to come on with us and to offer to come back. 
so we can flush out some more stuff. So that's that's fantastic. We've we've got more content to look forward to. Yes. But Bob, I'm vibrating right now. Yeah. Like that's how excited I am. I'm full of electricity. I'm so excited. I, I really appreciate him coming on, and, and I really hope that this is going to be something that we can talk to him about on a regular basis. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to just extend that out to him, that he, he did us a huge thing, and we're really excited to have him again. Make sure you guys follow us. Follow the Twitter. You can follow us at the Vulgarians underscore pod. You can follow us on Facebook at the Vulgarians podcast. Join the group chat. We have a group chat on Facebook. It's lit as fuck all the time. Posting. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram. If you want to see any videos that we're going to be posting, they're all going to be on our Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, probably more than Facebook. They like to strike us because we're fucking degenerates. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. According Sh- to shouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um... Make sure you download the episodes. You can find our episodes on our link tree. If you look to the bottom of our description on Facebook and Instagram, it has our link tree. You can download it. It's on Apple, SoundCloud, anything you can find. If you find a provider that you listen to your podcast on and we're not on, you need to message us and let us know. And we will figure out how to get on there. Also, be sure to rate the podcast five stars because it helps it be able to be found by more people when you rate it five stars. Click like and subscribe, damn it. Yeah. yeah, damn it. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us for this episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Bob. <laughs>